0: You're listening to the Recovered Life show. The show that helps people in recovery live their best recovered lives. And here is your host, Damon Frank. We're talking about giving yourself permission to have fun in sobriety. I'm joined today by Reverend Kevin Klein. How you doing, Kevin?
1: I'm wonderful. How are you,
0: Damon? I am doing great. You know, once I introduced you as a pastor and you said, "No, Damon, I'm a reverend." I don't know what the difference is, but welcome back to the show, Recovered Life contributor and Reverend Kevin Klein. So, Kevin, yes. what, what's the deal? Having fun, man. Like, there's a bunch of uptight people in recovery.
1: Yeah. You got to give yourself
0: permission to have fun. What's the deal with that? Why, why are people stuck on this? I knew as soon as I'd put out this episode, and I know we're going to get comments on this, people sometimes are afraid to have fun in recovery.
1: Well, I think there's a couple of things. One is if people are new, their only angle on having fun is getting loaded and, you know, trying to figure out how to have fun, not loaded is, you know, kind of overwhelming sometimes. Um, But I think it's mandatory to have fun. Uh, I think that if, if sobriety uh, being clean and sober, isn't fun, I won't stay clean and sober because I'll just get, you know, I'll just get so uptight about everything. I'll like stop talking to God. And then I (laughs) I'm out of here. Um, when I was new, I had a whole bunch of people that I hung out with and we would go do things, uh, go see movies and go play miniature golf and just do all kinds of stuff. And what that did for me, aside from having a good time, uh, which I enjoy is that, I got to know them a little better. So if something came up, I would have somebody to talk to because I knew them already. I could say, hey, can I call you? You know, and it's easier. You know, we need networks of people. You know, we need a lot of people. Um, You know,
0: Kevin, you're talking about how that it's a priority. And this is interesting because one of the reasons I wanted to do this segment with you is I don't think people think about it as a priority. I know I didn't. Like a lot of times when you come into recovery, admittedly, people come in with a lot of problems, right? It's like a bad country music song. They've lost their dog. They've lost their, gr- their girlfriend. Yes. Their mother won't speak with them, right? It's like, it's sometimes a lot of chaos. So the last thing they're thinking is, oh, fun, 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 right? But I found it is, you know, we, we, we've we been having a lot of shows about prelapse and relapses. And oh. I th- and we're talking about the signs of that, right? And I think not having fun For a long period of time is also a prelapse sign. I think you've got to, like, it's a priority because if you don't do that, if you can't find a way to have, enjoy sobriety, it -hmm. is really going to be miserable.
1: Well, yeah, because if if you're miserable, nobody's going to want to hang out with you, you know? I mean, they may say, how you doing? And then listen for a minute, but, you know, if if it's the same country-western song, you know, going on, people are, like, not going to want to hang out, you know? As sad as that may be, I mean, you may attract somebody that like, you know, wants to yank your covers about everything, kind of like me, but, uh, no, I think, I think it's, I think it's critical. Um, when, when I was new, um, I got a whole four and a half days in a, in a, in a hospital because that's what my insurance company, actually, they thought I only should have three because that's, you know, how you detox off all that stuff at once. Right. Um, but after that it's like because i because i got to know that group of people and there were 17 of us at once and the second this one guy got let out he he bailed his parents put him in but the rest of us you know i mean we all stayed sober for a very long time and that's the percentages are you know are kind of like against that sadly. Yeah. But but we had each other to hang out with. And on Saturday nights, you know, after the meeting that we went to, we would go to dances or we would we would go to coffee and then we'd find some like like seriously like late night meeting. Um <clears throat> there was one meeting we used to go to uh in Hollywood that uh started at midnight and it went till everybody had shared. And it was a long meeting. <laughs> so <clears throat> I didn't stay for the whole thing. But 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 we had a lot of fun and i knew i could talk to any of them and so on my 31st day of sobriety when my grandmother died who was my primary caretaker and i was falling apart i went to them because i knew i was safe with them you know and i also this is this is something that i think is important i know it's not about having fun but um even when even when we're in a serious part about about grieving the loss of someone that we love We can't stay just down all the time. I thought I had to stay down all the time, and be serious because otherwise I was somehow, you know, like not not honoring her, you know. And it's no, we got to have balance, you know. We we got to learn how to be adults. We you know, and be responsible and all that stuff, right? But we have to have fun, or we won't stay sober.
0: You know, let's jump into the let's jump into that the spiritual side of this because I found just with myself, there was a little bit of like, oh, because I got sober in my late 20s, right? In my mid to late 20s. So Mm -hmm. I felt like I had a lot that I had to make up for. Even though that I look back now and I'm laughing because it's so Mm -hmm. young, right? But it's like, I just felt like, well, I didn't do this right. I didn't do that right. And then when you wake up and there is that time, right? Where you wake up and you see maybe your peers and other people are more ahead, their lives are together and you still- you're still, you feel like you've maybe, you know, hit that uh retro gate a little bit. You've, uh-huh. You feel that you've gone backwards, maybe. And so I, you know, there was a bit of that. And I see this in other people. It's like, you know what? I don't really deserve to have fun. And I found that that's a spiritual yeah. thing. And that is dangerous, right? Can you yeah. talk about that whole idea of that? Because I know there's people listening to that that say like, yeah, Kevin, that's great for you. But like, I, man, I really screwed up. I don't deserve to have fun.
1: Well, that's baloney for one. Um, in one of the programs, we talk about you know, we're not a glum lot, and it's serious. it's rule sixty two We're seriously, not serious sometimes. Um, my take my take on on um, on God is that um, and this may be far out for some of you. But God wants to have fun by means of us. And not going there is like stunting our relationship with God, I think. That's my personal opinion. Um, that, that we, to be a well-rounded human being, there has, there has to be fun. There has to be joy. There has to be laughter. There has to be humor. There has to be camaraderie. There has, there has to be all those things. Because we have the things that are serious and, and very adult and, and, you know, people die and, you know, some people lose jobs, but then sometimes they get a better job, but you know, um, life's in session, but that does, that doesn't mean that we like have to like, you know, stay like this, uh, all the time. It, it's a setup.
0: It's a setup to to go out.
1: Right. Um, if we want to talk about relapse prevention, it's like one: you got to have a network of people, and you got to have fun with them—a network of sober, and clean people, I should say—and and have fun with them. You know, have people that you can lean on. You know, set it up, set it up for winning, right? That I believe that's what God wants, and and this idea that that we don't deserve things. Um, because we come in with a self image that isn't really great, has nothing to do with what God's image of us is zero, none. So, I mean, we, we were, we were, we were made to have fun and to laugh and to love and to have joy and to have humor. Um, some of us tend to go there a little faster than others, but, um, or a little further, but, um, uh, and for those of you who, who who don't know, the longer you stay sober, the the um, the less serious we can be. Um, uh, David and I have had quite a few times at coffee where we've laughed a lot, and uh, and that's wonderful, you know. And I know I can call him, and he knows he can call me. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know the the other thing about deservership that I hear in meetings, and I just I want to yell out. That's both <clears throat> crap, but, and that's that talking about grace and that um, people think that they don't, they don't deserve it. And what it says is unearned and that does not mean undeserved. It just means you don't have to work for it. It's yours already.
0: I love that. Yeah. It's yeah. an, it's an unearned gift. It's not. Yeah. I it's love that. You, you know, deserve. Let's dive, into, let's dive into the process here of, of how people can get out of this. Hook because you said something before. You talked about grace, which I think is definitely, you know, that takes care of that whole shame thing and everything that goes along with that, mm-hmm. why people might not have fun. But let's talk about this word that you said, connection. And I think what I found too is the times that I have been the most serious and the most unwilling to have fun are the times that I didn't want to connect with people. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a defense mechanism, and we Isolation. know now. Yeah, absolutely. You and I know that the way in which the the prelapse happens, and one of the first things that happens is uh, is cutting off connection with other people. It's the uh-huh. connection, real, real, like we, you know, you and I talk about that a lot about how amazing Twelve Steps is and all that, and how great sober coaching is and all that stuff, but really it's all built on a connection, this magical connection with people. Fellowship. What if people, yeah, what if people have cut off that connection and they find that they're just not connecting with people? What are some of the tips that you would give, Kevin, that people could maybe jump in, right? And take just a little step to start, you know, start connecting, start having fun.
1: Well, the, the first thing I say, I would say is have at least one person that you can reach out to. That isn't going to, you know, just pat you on the head and say everything's fine and then they'll leave you alone. Right. Um, Have one person you can really talk to that that you will believe when they say your head's up your butt, you know, and we need people like that because we can go there. It's easy for us to go there. It's easy for us to isolate because that's the that's the dis-ease. You know, that's the thing that wants to keep us separate from people and separate from, from positive things and separate from, from joy and happiness and separate from all of that. And then we, so we do that and then it snowballs. Not good, right? So as soon, as, as, soon as, as you can, start building a sober network, clean and sober network, people that don't drink and use you know, that, um, I mean, there's some people, I hate to tell you, but there's actually some people that really never did drink or use, they do exist, you know, um, some of them are even fun, but, um, yeah, I mean, connection is critical, you know, the fellowship is, is, is important, that it's not just a church term, you know, when we talk about, it's, it's not, it's, it's about, um, being with people that that you know get you right and you can just go <sighs> cuz you don't have to put up a pretense you don't have to pretend you don't have to like try to jump through some hoops or any of that you know unless you're trying to and then that's another story but you know but just people that you can just be with that you don't you know necessarily have to explain anything you know you can just be with them and hang out um, yeah, it could because I know there have been so many times when I've been in groups of people where one person or another hasn't been in a good place, you know, and even if they're trying to pretend they are, you know it's like uh, you're lying to me, you know you know, and what? I, know I think it's know.
0: i I think that people make the connection so complicated, I know I make the connection so complicated like. Sometimes it's just as simple as saying hi to somebody in a grocery store Amen. in line to the, and just, you know, that is where connection happens. I think we think it's going to be so theatrical, right? It's mm-hmm. going to be like, a, it's going to be an episode of our favorite TV show, but it really is as simple as just starting to talk to people. It could right. be a neighbor and listening to people and seeing how they're doing and, you know, sharing a joke about something or a smile about something. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Klein, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's always good to see you. Uh, We're going to put a link so that you can get a hold of Kevin if you ever want to talk with him. He loves commenting and, and talking with people in recovery. We'll put a link down there. Kevin, thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks, David. Sometimes addiction recovery can be a lonely battle, but you don't have to fight it alone. At Recovered Life, we're dedicated to helping you live your best recovered life and that's why we're inviting you to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter every week we carefully curate exclusive content from leading minds in addiction recovery mental health and all things important to the recovery lifestyle stay in the know with the latest news about addiction and get exclusive invitations to specially recovery focused events and explore insights tailored to support recovery from alcoholism, drug addiction, codependency, disordered eating, dysfunctional family dynamics, gambling, and so much more. With our newsletter, each week becomes an opportunity for growth, healing, and taking a step closer to the life you deserve. Take your first step towards a brighter future today. Go to recoveredlife.us and subscribe for free. Sign up now at Life dot us.